0: you listening to Jim and Donnie's Short, Sharp, and Fitness Podcast, brought to you by OldBullHealth.com, your hosts Donnie Singe
1: and Jim Bolt. Welcome back and thank you for listening. I'm Donnie Singe and with me is Jim Bolt. Hey Donnie. And you, hello, Jim. Sorry, <laughs> and listen- sorry
0: that I jump in there, but quickly.
1: <laughs> you're, you're keen and I'm more keen. You're listening to the Old Bull Health Short, Sharp, and Fit Podcast Series. We release a new episode twice a week on Tuesdays and Friday. Any feedback or suggested topics, drop us an email on help at oldbullhealth.com. We are on all major podcasting platforms. Please like, share, and follow if you are enjoying and keen to learn more.
0: Sorry, Donny, I'll say hello. Hello, Donnie. Hello, Jim. And How I, I, are you, mate? I'm fantastic. Good but
1: on. I'm keen to learn oh, yeah? about something about you today. Because a couple of things. Number one. You did an Ironman, right? Yes. So, so we're going to talk about that in a sec. But number two, you went and wrote a book about it. You went and wrote a book. A, a, I've read it. A real mix of experience, technical and, and tactical stuff, all right? So first thing is, you did an Ironman.
0: Yes. What was that about? Um. Yeah. Like, what is an Ironman? Uh, oh, all right. So so for those of you don't know, it's a triathlon triathlon, so you got a swim, cycle, and run. And um, an Ironman is a 3.8-kilometre swim, followed by a 180-kilometre cycle, followed by a marathon, which is 42.2 kilometres. So you're covering 226 kilometres in one day, and you have around 18 hours to do it.
1: Wow. You know, um, we talked about VO2. We talked about um, exercise in previous podcasts, um, mm. that's a big VO 2 mate. You, you, you're talking for a capacity there, even just to get through that load of work and not only uh, and training for it, you know, you're well, you, you, you're going to be well within your, uh, your, your high range, mid sixties and up.
0: You no, know? no, I got up to, I think I maxed at 54, which 54? for, a, for a, a, a 50 year old odd, probably not, not, not too bad. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of training, and I think. But I think more more on that, Donny. What, what I learned from the guy who helped me put my plan together, I found that um, there's a there's a bike shop called Bike Addiction. You've probably seen it, local bike shop.
1: The Bike Addiction. And
0: Sean, who most people in this area know, actually has done ten or more Ironmans and actually won some of them. He's really good. So I ended up sitting down with him, and his whole thing was about heart rate, actually, um, and keeping your heart rate at eighty percent of max. Um, and it, you know, not blowing, blowing that to get that done. So, so, so VO two max in our in our podcast, I actually learnt a lot about that because w- it's always kind of been there, but I've never really fully understood it or been across it. It's always been for me more about heart rate.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you the good thing about that is that our listeners can now relax because you don't have to be uh, the elite of the elite mm-hmm. to participate. Now, don't don't get me wrong because there's still a lot of very strong athletic characteristics that you're going to have to have. But look, you wrote this book, right? Yep. Um all the things nobody tells you or assumes you know about training, nutrition and preparation. And what really gets me interested here, mate, is that I'm looking at this book and there's these bits in here that that really, you know, that that I'm really interested. Like I've just got I'm just going to take this clip off because I don't want to muck this up this bit, right? So here yep. we go. Look, look. I have severe pain in my right knee with three kilometers to go until I have achieved my Ironman mission and the temperature and sun are beginning to drop rapidly. I'm 30 minutes behind my planned time. I'm sweating and shivering at the same time. I had thought about what it would be like entering the narrow Ironman finishes lane after 226 kilometers and hearing the words, Jim Bolt, you are an Ironman. What's that about?
0: So that was, um, you you know, so I did this in Western Australia and the temperature, obviously, you know, it's hot, it's warm during the day and as soon as the sun goes down, it really drops to freezing. So, um, you know, that was the first thing and I wanted to get in, while the sun was still up. I didn't want to be out there in the dark. So, and it was just, the sun was just starting to set. I'd also, um, when I was running, I got to 21 kilometers reasonably well and then my knee started to get this pain in it. Um, so I ended up having to run, walk, run, walk, you know, to get the pain to go and come back. So I had this really bad by the time I got to you know 39, 40 kilometers, it was really bad in the knee. And, and the run is I mean the run is just a challenge, Donnie, You've been doing this the whole day and then you kind of start. <laughs> um, you, you know, you run out and go, oh, yeah, shit up, you can't just walk 42 kilometers far. So this was getting a culmination of, of kind of things that had happened, you know, the ch- I had challenges around nutrition. I'd had this pain in my knee going on for 15-odd, for uh, you know, plus kilometers. And, and I think that the other thing was I was kind of sitting there, you know, you, you, you go through phases, a lot of mental um, challenges, and, and then the, the, there was a blind runner with, the, with her guide next to her and they yep. came past me, and I thought, you know, I need to move it up now um, and just get going. And finish this thing. Um, so, so that was just before I got to that stage where I was feeling quite broken, quite shattered. And it was just before I picked myself. I gave myself a good talking to, picked myself up, and and, and obviously went through and, and finished. And the Ironman piece is when you finish. Um, every person that finishes an Ironman, they say your name. You are an Ironman. It's just what happens at the end. So you don't yeah. get that in a half Ironman. So it's it's quite a quite an emotional that's, thing that's actually. Cool.
1: Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. And and you know, the thing I uh, again, you know, the book, I'll tell you what I really got into was the was the way that you actually put the book together. And, you know, I I I did I I actually read that bit that you just explained. Mm. Um, you know, mm. where the where the uh where the blind <laughs> ran past you. Yeah. And you know, here here's another thing from your book, another excerpt, you know, doing an Iron Man will make you an excellent time and project manager. <laughs> and 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 that was something that really, really resonated with me because when I look at how you've put this this book together, you know, you've gone into so much detail about what to as you said, you know, all the things nobody tells you. Yeah. And you've written about um there were a couple of things here that just jumped into my head, like the wetsuit, you know, chafing, about, you know, getting the right sizes, about how to uh your bike and 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 I know there are some common sense things that yeah. people are gonna put together. But you actually go into a lot of detail about some little trip ups, um, you yeah. know. So I'm not going to get too far into that because, you, like I said, you've chaptered it and, and you've done it so very well.
0: Well, th- thanks, Tony. But but I think just to give you some context on that, you know, and and you know what happened with this was, I I I hadn't, um, you know, I didn't know what an Iron Man was really, and um, I think one of the dangers is if you find out too much, you're not going to do it. And everyone says, oh, I'll do a half Ironman first. Like, no, no you won't. If you do a half Ironman, you're never going to do full one because you go, shit, this is ridiculous. I could double what I've just done. <laughs> so I, I was completely, I'd, I'd, I'd finished a, a, a sprint triathlon, which was like a 750-meter swim, you know, a 20-kilometer cycle and a, and a five-kilometer run. And done that. I thought, oh, this is fun. Uh, then went on holiday, read a book about Ironman and, th- and entered. Uh, and then- you know, I was kind of going, "Oh yeah, you know, you'll get there." And I didn't tell anyone, but my wife told everybody. So then I had to plan it because I was going, "Shit, how do I, how do I finish this? If I don't finish this, everyone's going to know." You know, look, that idiot entered Iron Man; should never have done that. Um, so I had to get down to that level of planning. But the other thing was also finding time. So if, you know, if you haven't got time because there's kids and life happening, then run back from run home from the office, or cycle to the office, or do stuff. So. So there was there was just some context around around that as well.
1: Well, I tell you, you know, uh, the, as I worked my way through the book, it was really obvious that what you said about um, excellent time and project manager um, that 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 really does come out quite quite strongly in the book. Mm. And and you know, and like you say, you can only be an Iron Man if you do an Iron Man. Yeah. And and um, so moving through that book, you know, I noticed that as I as I delved into there. Some of the things that really interested me was you even talked about the cost of doing it, wetsuits, bikes, training areas, and then you started breaking down technical elements of how you prepared for the, for the different parts of the race. Do yes. you want to talk about that a little bit?
0: Um, yeah, when you say technical elements, are you talking about um, speed and stroke or nutrition?
1: Yeah. Well everything, the swim style, yeah. the swimming tips. So um and the cycling. Yeah. And yeah. So the-
0: I think I think a lot of it is around being as efficient as possible. Um so that's the first thing. So, you know, wearing a wetsuit obviously makes you faster because you float on top of the water and it's it's smoother in the water. Um, having a tri bike versus a standard bike will cut around thirty to forty minutes off your time, you know, so for the same effort. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a so there's a lot of even getting down to the the shoes and the pedals and the weight of the shoes makes a difference um you know because you've got to churn more uh, calories and more energy to get stuff done so a lot of it is around a lot of it was around that efficiency um, and how can you be most efficient and then the other side of it was so if you keep your heart rate at 80 percent of your max which which I did you can kind of continue to operate ongoing if you if you blow yourself up and I saw a lot of competitors do that where they would you know, they really would go into a sprint on the cycle in the first ten k's, and you just you just cook yourself. So you've got to manage your heart rate. That was the next thing that I did really carefully was manage my heart rate to eighty percent of my max continually. So even if I wanted to go fast, I wouldn't. Um, and then the third piece of that was the nutrition because you've got to feed the engine right. So you've on average you've probably got enough nutrition for an hour and an hour of exercise, but after that you better be. You better be putting fuel in the engine and and it, if you by the time you get hungry, it's too late. So you've got to be preempting that and every, you know, how many, so I worked it down to how many carbs was in a cliff bar, which I used for energy <laughs> and, and how much was I burning per kilogram body weight mm-hmm. and how much did I need to eat, you know, you know, and so on. So yes, I got into a lot of detail, but it was this fear of, geez, I've never done this before. I know what I've signed up for and how am I going to explain it to my kids, family mm-hmm. and anyone else that you know, I, I, I signed up for this race and didn't finish.
1: Well, you know, there, there was another chapter that I found really important and interesting was where you talked about that agreement and that understanding, um, between the family, between your spouse, mm-hmm. between, um, you know, not realizing that you weren't just gonna, yeah, you know, oh, I'm going to go and, uh, train for this competition how much it took up of your life and how much it affected everyone around you. And I, I felt that was a really, a really um, important part of, mm. of the book.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I can't remember where I saw that or who told me, but someone said, if you don't, if you don't get that done, then you're done. So you yeah. have to sit down, talk to your partner and your kids. And, and it's, it also, it's tough on you because, you know, on a Sunday morning, I'd be out at 5.36 and disappear till 12 on the bicycle to train. Um, but I'd be missing the family walking down, having breakfast, you know, maybe going to the beach. So, so there's, there's certainly, you know, my sister came to visit me halfway through my training program and, you know, life carries on. So I I didn't, you know, so I did spend time with her and, 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 and try to fit it in, but you've got to, yes, if you don't get that commitment, um, you know, I think you're done.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, we've got to, I've got to ask you this now because look, um, you're fifty, 50 years old, right? And you, and you, and you want to do an Iron Man? What's that about? Like, what, what, what's, well, what, what's your choices here?
0: It was either I was either going to buy a Harley or get a Pillion Passenger <laughs> for
1: the Harley, <laughs> or do an Iron Man, right? <laughs> the Harley and the Pillion Passenger—that's—that sounds pretty cruisy to me. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe would've been easier and cheaper. I don't know. Um, but yeah I think I think when you get to you know 50 is a big number, Donnie, and yeah. I'm a little over that now but uh, and I think you start to question mortality and various other things in your life or I certainly did. Mm. Um, and then sometimes I don't know maybe I just I thought maybe I just needed to prove that I was still young and could do stuff you know what else there was I, had, I worked in an industry which was full of young people who were always doing, you know, tough mudder this and half marathon here, mm. and I thought, what can I? The other thing was, I'm going to do something that just keeps them all quiet till the end of time. So there
1: was <laughs> done. You're going straight to the big gun. Yeah, yeah, You're exactly. Going straight to the I pulled big out the gun. cannon. That's yeah. Right. Well, look, just I do want to go over a couple more things in your book, but before yeah. I do that, just just tell me, give us a few pointers on on how did you train? What 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 are some what are some things that we're going to find in that in, in mm-hmm. this book?
0: Well, look, I think. The first thing was the training was all over the place. Uh, you know, you start off and you realize I think within a week or two that you have to be focused because if you want to finish, if you want to finish, um, I'd never run a marathon. The furthest I'd ever run was the bloody long walk, which was thirty-five kilometers. Right, that was the longest I'd ever gone in my life. Um, I'd I'd done some half marathon. I'd never done these distances before. So if you want to finish, if you don't do the training, um, and then because of the time, you have to be focused. You know, so you can't go, oh, I'm going to go and do CrossFit and I'll well, just you know, go for a run for an hour. You have to be building up continually. And the other thing um, which I learned was also, you know, it's all by time. So you can't go, oh, I'm going to run 10, 10 kilometers today and 12. No, it's so you're going to run for an hour. Next, and then it's 10% each week. Next week, you're going to run for an hour, six. And the next week, it's, you know, uh, and so on. So uh, So getting that plan right and by week and tracking every week what I did, where my weight was, where my VO2 max was, where my heart rate was, all those things on a big spreadsheet. So that spreadsheet I've included in the book as well, but it was literally by day, every day, by activity, and it was intervals and and speed work during the week, and then it was doing the longer stuff on the weekend usually in the order of the race so i'd swim the the three point eight four. i used to swim from manly all the way to shelley and back which is about shelley beach was about 4.4 kilometers and then the saturday would be uh, a cycle um and then the sunday would be going out you know sometimes on a three-hour run or, or four-hour run and, wow. and you're building up you know so it sounds like a long time but trust mm-hmm. me in the beginning it wasn't like that at all you know so you're starting at maybe four or five even less hours per week and you're building up to kind of 15 20 hours a week of, of training so it's a big it's a big commitment.
1: It's a big commitment and 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 tell me, you know, that, that when we when we look at this time and we add it up 12 and a half hours, you know, in your racing. Where where's your head? Where do you go? Um I know where your body's going, your body's just on work, but where's your head going?
0: Look, I think on the look on the swim it's the first session and mm-hmm. it's just uh, a mass of Bodies and arms, so that you—they have this—you know—everyone just runs into the water and you get swum over, literally. So it's trying not to drown is probably the what you're thinking about in the first thing. And then on the bicycle, I'd—I the cycle leg, I'd kind of prepared myself because I knew it would be long. You know, you're out uh, flying to Perth, is 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 quicker, I think. And you know, you're sitting in a in a seat versus a little bicycle seat. So I did. um, You know, there's obviously concentration. You've got to watch what's happening around you. But I did think, oh, you know, it's now 8 o'clock, and I would normally be having breakfast and think about the kids. or So I did think about other things to get that through, and then I was also conscious of nutrition. So I think the swim was survive the swim, don't drown. The cycle was get through this quickly, efficiently, remember your nutrition. But then it all comes undone in the run, man. There's nowhere to hide. And I hadn't thought through my nutrition that well you lose your ability to calculate stuff so i knew for example a, a banana you know has 23 grams of carbs in it but then they didn't tell me that the banana was going to be cut into uh three four pieces <laughs> so every time i get to an aid station i go well how you know what's 23 divided by 4 and i'd still be one, the next eighths st- you know next you know station would come i still hadn't worked it out so so they're running the running i thought and you look by the time you start the run you've been out there already you know you're getting up to to to, to, to kind of um, you know six six seven hours um, so you're thinking about finishing and, and it's close now because when you're cycling you're on your own when you're running there people drinking beer dancing mm. music you know and you're going <laughs> things oh, you should be uh, doing. yeah things I should be doing so it's <laughs> I think it's mentally much harder from that perspective um, as, as well so uh, yeah so I think I think the run was the the biggest challenge I hadn't that yeah. distance is far. Mm. And us going, geez, you, you know, you you can't just muddle. You can't just walk this. I'll never finish. You know, you actually have to do some running to get through this, and it's a it's a bloody long way.
1: Wow, it it is. You know, when I uh, when I when I picked this book up, you know, um, the, the the what really grabbed me there. One, I, I was obviously very curious. Your your decision to do the Ironman. Then then the book goes into the whole preparation phase so well. Wow, you swim, you cycle, you run. Mm, mm. Then it goes into your um, you know, your actual training prep. So mm. not only just how you put things together. A couple of good funny stories there around your first experiences. I I could actually, I could actually, I actually got the vision in my head. I had you standing amongst all these athletes, just thinking, "What the hell's happening here?" And then into the water you went. Yeah, yeah, great stories. But then you go on and you talk about the, you know, you put out those training plans. I I think they're invaluable, mate. Mm. The triathlon gear. You know the 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 detail you had in that, and then you talk about that nutrition and all these things. You know, if 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 anybody's reading the book, they're getting a really impressive leg up into what to expect, and uh, if even if they do the Ironman or not, they're going to enjoy the read. You know, they're going to. But but um, also things like the the Ironman rules. You know, you've even included that. You've included included the rules of the competition, so you don't get caught out. So, yep. as a manual, as a resource, it's you know you've got around 61, sixty one and 60 so pages, and uh, you know there's a tremendous amount of experience and and uh, knowledge you've put into it. You know you you have successfully fulfilled all the requirements of me <laughs> and you've really done it well. And no, um, thanks, Daddy. but but I got to get to the end bit. Yeah. The end yeah. is the thing that really um, that I really yes enjoyed was the photographs of you and your family yes you of that whole accumulated experience and all the hard work you've done and everything the real meaning behind everything um you you sum up at the back of that at the back of that book and um and i just want to go backwards just before that before we before we look at that but you know, um, there's there's a bit in there that I really like too, where, where you had this this uh things I didn't do. Yes. And then you had things I did do. And you know, just even get getting that far after all the detail and information you've shared was a was a real gold nugget too. Yeah. But I'm gonna go past that because man, if anyone out there wants to know what that is, well you just go and buy the bloody book because it's good. <laughs> but here's the thing that last that last chapter, mate. Where you talk about uh, what it meant to you, how you went through that, um, the photographs of you and the kids, the family—that's um, it's a great read, mate. And and it really, oh, it really captures. Um, I think I would, I would, I would believe many people who haven't written a book about their experience um, could could pick this book up and think, "Yeah, I know exactly where you are, mate. I know exactly what that was."
0: Yeah, thanks, Donny. <laughs> you never know. You know, you write these things, and and it was. Um, I, I I did document stuff as I went because I was going. This is you know if you're coming from a low base of knowledge, it's hard. Some of the stuff. Do I get this pedal or that pedal or this mm-hmm. bike or that bike or this size wheel and so on? <laughs> and the other thing, you know, these these things aren't cheap to to do. So you you don't want to get there and have equipment failure or or, or or you know or start you know you know because you've wore the wrong shirt or you know you know didn't have the right shoes on or something. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the so a lot of it is also that making sure you need to make sure it's not only about the training, but on the day your stuff's got to work. You, you know, you don't want to fall off, you don't want something to break, mm. um, and, and so on. I remember there was a guy next to me, you know. So you carry three tubes, I think, like two or three tubes with you, uh, spare tubes for the wheel. Um, this dude had two complete tires with him, the outside rim, and I thought, geez, if you are attaching the actual tire. Thinking that's going to be a problem, then then we're in. I I'm mean, I'm, then I'm in bigger trouble. You know, if I need a whole new tire as opposed to just an inner tube, anyway. So.
1: Yeah. Well, look, like I said again, you know, um, the, the the stories um, uh, and all the tech, tech, tactical and technical stuff you've put in yeah. there. So, 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 where do we find the book? Where where, where can someone go and get this book?
0: Um, so, do it's on Amazon, uh, Kin- Amazon and Kindle. You can search for that. It's called. Um, from zero to Iron Man, uh, triathlon, and uh, by Jim Bolt, and uh, yes, it's available there mm. uh, for, for for purchase and download.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, for me, that's that that's your number one. That's uh, I I enjoyed it. I, I got it, and obviously I, I I wanted to read it to be familiar with it, but yes. I actually I actually did enjoy the oh, read. good. <laughs> so so very very well done. Yeah,
0: no thanks, Donnie. and I, and I think as well, you know, that you mentioned the family and having them on that journey. And the kids did Iron Kids when we were there, so yep. they kind of got involved. Um, so I thought, you know, that was that was special and it became quite emotional. I think when I finished, I, I, I was just about in tears. Well, I think they were in tears mm-hmm. as well because they'd been through this training and been involved in it for so long. Um, I don't know if you saw, did you see? I, I did try and do a second one as well, <coughs> but failed miserably um, <laughs> due to a storm uh, uh, on that one. Uh, and then I retired from there after that. I've done a couple of half Iron Men since. Um, But it's, yeah, it's a a long day. And I think the one thing I did uh, at the end of the book I put there, there was a lady called Nola.
1: Yeah, I see Nola, yes.
0: So so there's an 18-hour cutoff, and it's brutal. You know, there's there's an area you run down, and if you don't make it, you're done. You can be out there the whole day, and they just shut it, and you're done. You don't get a medal. You don't get anything. And Nola, uh, this lady, she finished it in 17 hours, 59 minutes, and 46 seconds. Oh, wow. Well and done, Nolan I thought she had a harder day than <laughs> I did. That would have been tough.
1: You know, it's funny. You said that, uh, you know, one of the uh, experiences there, you said, you know, and there was a great storm. Well, I'm telling you, man, the, the, the big storm you get through to do the first one between your ears mm, is, mm. is is, is oh, a yeah. real achievement. It's
0: a long day, long day in the saddle, but it was <coughs> great. Don't regret it. Enjoyed it. And thank you, Donnie, for reading the book. I'm glad someone's mate, finally read it
1: now. Mate, I, I read that book. But I, g- three takeaways for our listeners to, one, either um, share the experience with you with the book or, two, get out there and actually contemplate, with the book as your manual, um, doing an Ironman. What have you got? Three takeaways.
0: Um, oh, okay. Good question. Uh, well, first of all, um, uh, bless you, Donny. Yeah, thank you. First of all, get the book. Um, yeah. And if you get it, you need to believe anything is possible. And that's the motto from Ironman, anything is possible. And when you've done an Ironman, you go, yep, anything is possible. So get the book. Um, the second thing is, and read it. A uh, second thing is buy <laughs> some shoes to, to start moving and running yeah. in. Shoes um, that fit. Yes, uh, and then reread the book. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Get the book. Believe anything is possible. Go and get some shoes. Don't go and try and run out there in your barter yeah. bullets and whatnot. Like yeah. get something that that's going to work your feet. Otherwise, yeah. you know, you'd be you'd be pulling out before you even got started there. So so go and get some shoes and, and start your run, and then read that book again. Mm. Thank you very much for sharing with us today, Jim.
0: Hey, Donnie, pleasure. Thank you. I'm That's so a great and thank you it. for reading it.
1: Yeah, no. Oh, I might even read it again, but I don't <sighs> know if I'll go and buy shoes. <laughs> Cheers.
0: Cheers, Donnie. <laughs> thank you for listening to Gem and Donnie's Short Sharp and Fitness podcast brought to you by oldbullhealth.com. For more information, visit our website or find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Or drop us an email if you do have any questions or would like to suggest a topic. help at oldbullhealth.com.